everyone, and welcome back to episode 20 of the Counseling Conversations podcast. I hope everyone is doing well today. Today, we are talking about how to deal with guilt. In our last episode, we talked about understanding what guilt is. I'm sure that we all know what guilt feels like, right? It's that troubling feeling where you feel incredibly uncomfortable and perhaps even controlled. I don't know about you, but I've been there. I've been in those situations where I've chosen not to do things because of guilt or I've made compromises, not because of my own choosing, but because of guilt. I wanted to share a joke that I came across and it's that a well-trained dog will make no attempt to share your lunch. He will just make you feel so guilty that you cannot enjoy it. This joke has a lot of truth to it and can be seen in many other situations of life. Have you ever taken a day off work being sick and told yourself that you'd be able to fully give yourself a rest to then find yourself feeling extremely guilty for not being at work and then not recovering from your sickness at all? In episode 19, we discussed that guilt is a normal human emotional response to when you have harmed or potentially harmed someone else, and also when you have gone against your own personal values or morals. Guilt sometimes can also be present without these factors involved, and when there is no real clear link between your action and the outcome. If you find yourself in this situation, it may be that you feel unworthy of your good fortune or unworthy that you survived something that was tragic for other people. We also discussed in the previous episode that guilt can be beneficial and motivate us towards healthy actions. However, it can also be unhelpful if the guilt is persistent and you're finding yourself constantly battling guilt and feeling overwhelmed by it. This may be a sign that you may need further support from a counsellor, psychologist or mental health practitioner. It took me a good while to get my head around what to say for this episode because it's difficult to give suggestions when the cause of the guilt is unknown. So please keep in mind as you're listening that not all of these suggestions that are following may be relevant to you. Say for instance, if I was feeling out of sorts and had snapped at someone and said something harsh, the way that I would go about dealing with this would be very different from the way I would deal with, say, the guilt about leaving my dogs at home alone. Both situations would involve guilt, but would require a different approach, as you can imagine. So you may have wondered where guilt originated from, and it's not fully proven by researchers yet whether guilt is something that is learnt, as in a learned or a conditioned emotion, or whether it's part of the innate human experience. However, there are plausible inferences in the literature to suggest that if a caregiver consistently makes a child feel guilty or consistently withholds praise, for example, the child may come to feel that nothing they do is ever good enough, which can lead to low feelings of worth and a guilt complex. As you know, in this podcast, I'm sharing about guilt from my personal and professional experience as a counsellor in relation to that self-conscious emotional experience that we may have. 
and how it affects our mental health. I'm not speaking from a legal point of view, and if you have legal related concerns to guilt, it's best to speak with a relevant professional who can assist you and provide advice from a legal perspective. Okay, so moving on, as we all know, guilt feels pretty crummy, and if it lingers, it can affect our daily lives and the way we relate to others. So, what can we do about guilt? Firstly, it's very crucial to acknowledge that what you are indeed feeling is guilt. Acknowledge and recognize that you are experiencing guilt. Sometimes guilt can be hidden in other issues such as anxiety, sleeplessness, a lack of boundaries or avoidance of activities. So it can make it difficult to determine what is really bothering you. Finding out whether guilt is one of the causes of the challenge you are experiencing will clarify the situation and give direction for what your next steps should be. Secondly, remind yourself that it is okay to feel this way and it is okay to feel guilty. Your feeling is valid and you don't need to push it away or ignore it. Sit with it for a while and affirm yourself of being a human and having a natural response. Thirdly, consider if there is a reason for feeling guilty. Is the reason related to something that someone said to you or something that you said to yourself perhaps? Write this reason down if there is one. The next suggestion might sound a little crazy, however I'd encourage you to have a think about it. Does this guilt have a voice? If it did, what would it be saying? What does it sound like? Take some time to reflect on this. When and where did this guilt voice begin. Then consider if there is something that you can do to rectify the situation that you're in. Do you need to make amends? If you feel that you have wronged someone, is there a way to reach out and have a conversation with the person to see if you're both on the same page? Is there an apology or an acknowledgement that can come from your end? or perhaps a kind gesture towards a particular person. If you need to make amends with someone, but you can no longer make amends to them, maybe because they're no longer around or they've passed away, you can try writing a letter to say what you would have liked to say if they were still around. This is not a silly act, and indeed, research has shown that it has therapeutic benefits. You can then discard this letter in some way if you choose, whether it's ripping it up, burning it up, or throwing it out as an act of closure. You can also keep a record of it or even share it with someone who's trusted if it feels right for you and right for you in, fl- in finding your closure. If it is yourself that you feel you have let down, is there perhaps a kind word that you can say to yourself or an affirmation Writing a letter to yourself to apologize and acknowledge what has happened can be a beneficial way to get the thoughts out of your head and onto paper for you to be able to recognize what is truly going on for yourself. It is also an act of self-compassion and self-respect to write a letter to yourself. It's something that I have personally completed as part of my healing journey and it's something that I continue to do and I often start the letter by writing, Dear Self, and I thank myself for a few things that I feel are important to acknowledge. 
followed by what I feel the need to acknowledge and apologize for. I often conclude it by proposing what I would do for myself in the future to prevent similar injuries. You might only need to write half a page or it might continue for many, many pages. What's important is that you get the opportunity to make amends to yourself. So if these things still don't sound like something relevant or doable for you, It might be important to stop and understand what it is that you can control and what it is that you can't. If you feel responsible for something that happened years ago, it might be helpful to focus on what can be done now within your means. If there is something to change the situation for the better, I'd encourage you to pursue this. However, if there isn't, that doesn't mean that you're doomed If nothing can change the situation, it's important to be aware that holding on to the guilt won't deliver the change that you're seeking. Some things in life are irreversible and unchangeable, and that is okay. It's okay to feel guilty, but be aware that you might be engaging in self-punishment if you're allowing this to continue. If your guilt is related to not meeting the standards of yourself or others, it might be beneficial to pause and ask yourself if you are reaching for perfection. If it is, remind yourself that perfection is unattainable and no one is perfect. You are doing the best that you can. I have been in work situations where I've been assigned a task and after completing the task, I've not felt that it was right and that it wasn't up to the standard that I thought I would have liked. It left me with an inadequate feeling and also feeling guilty. Guilty for not doing the best piece of work and guilty for allowing it to be, allowing that to be submitted. I then revisited the task to try and rectify it even though there was no need for it and no one had asked for it. I then came to realize that it wasn't going to be perfect and that I would still be okay. The work situation would still be okay, my colleagues and clients would still be okay, and it was okay for myself to let go of that disappointment and, well, set myself free from guilt. So moving on to something slightly different now, sometimes guilt can be rooted in concerns that you don't deserve to have what you need, such as resting time, time off your duties or that you should be doing something more important. Remember that if you're not meeting your own needs, you won't be able to meet the needs of others. Remind yourself that you are allowed to have your needs and wants. And let me just say straight up that your needs are as equally valid as the needs of others. You might want to remind yourself through making up visual aids to put around your house, or spend some time meditating on this knowledge that you are allowed to have your needs met and spend some time affirming yourself. The next helpful idea to overcome guilt may be to review your current boundaries within all areas of your life, including your workplace, your family, and other personal spaces. Establish healthy boundaries for yourself so that you will be confident with what behaviors you will accept from others and what behaviors you will not accept from others. For example, you may find yourself feeling guilty, say when canceling on a social event with a friend, 
but perhaps you said yes in the first place because of a lack of boundaries. And perhaps you aren't really that comfortable attending social events on weekdays due to a hectic work schedule that you have. When you have boundaries in place and you practice using healthy boundaries regularly, you can help prevent guilt when dealing with others. So to summarize today, dealing with guilt is important so that we can be freed up to focus on what is important for today and so that we can make decisions with clarity. We can deal with guilt by acknowledging it and figuring out ways to rectify it or by writing a letter to the person or to ourselves and by learning to establish healthy boundaries. So that concludes this episode for today. Thank you for listening in, my friends. And until next time, may you have peace, empowerment and experience joyful living.